You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, people. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats show. We got a really good episode for you guys today. We got some brothers out here from the 757 area, so we're excited for today's episode. Uh, so first of all, thank you, uh, Larry and Robert, for joining us this evening. Really, really much appreciated. Of course. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So um, on some quick items before we start, make sure that you're following us on all platforms, right? So YouTube, we're growing out our YouTube channel. Make sure that you are subscribed to Everybody Eats Show on YouTube. Uh, you want to know whenever our episodes drop, so you'll be notified whenever we drop our episode, our regular episodes and our current event episode where we just talk about politics, economics, and things that are going on, right? So make sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, our Instagram, also everybodyeats.pod on Instagram. That's where all our snippets are. Twitter, EBE pod, TikTok, everybody eats pod on TikTok. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. All that good stuff, we're on there. So make sure that you like, subscribe, share, comment, review, all that good stuff, interact, um, and share with your friends. Don't be selfish, everybody so um on that note i let you get to sneeze out all right valid all right yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's get it let's get, let's get it rolling so uh larry and robert if you two can introduce yourself where you guys from where do you guys do and i know we just spoke off camera you two are in your brand new building so if you could talk about little talk, talk about your introduce yourselves first and then talk about the building and then we'll get into the conversation What's up, everybody? My name is Larry Whitaker Jr. I'm originally from Virginia Beach, Virginia. That's where I went to school, graduated from. Um, then I went to Norfolk State University, obtained my bachelor's in social work, then went back and got my master's in school counseling. I uh, went to become a school counselor over in Kuwait. And now I'm here actually in Norfolk Public Schools as a school counselor. And on the side, I operate Starve the Eagle, Feed the Soul, inspirational clothing brand. And I am the co-founder of the Mind Your Business Pop-Up Shop with Rob here. For sure. So you, you mentioned going over to Kuwait. So before we talk about the podcast, I kind of want to hear about that. Like, how, how'd you do that? And how was that? Was so there- when I was about to graduate from Norfolk State, you know, we had our internship that we had to complete. So in the middle of preparing for my internship, I had thought, you know, everybody wants to either go out of the state or stay in the state, stay in the city. Um, for their career, for their job opportunity. And I just thought, what if I, you know, just went overseas? And so I Googled um, some some things and came across an article about this guy that uh, went to this career fair, got the job, got employed overseas for a couple of years, and was able to save, the, save his money, pay off his loan, do whatever he wanted to do, because the taxes, the money is different depending on where you go overseas. And so I literally did the same model. I went to the same career fair, got the same results. And the only difference is I wasn't able to stay two years because of the pandemic. So the pandemic brought me back. I happened to come back last February because we were on a week break, school break. And the pandemic happened to happen the same time and they shut down the airports. And so that's where I stand now. But uh, as for the experience, the experience was bittersweet. You know, of course, there was being away from home, being away from family and friends and what I knew it 
what I what I uh, what I was used to. But then the uh, sweet moment was being able to travel, you know, because where Kuwait, you know, where the middle in the Middle East is smack dab in the middle in the middle of the world, and so flight tickets are a lot cheaper. The culture is completely different. I'm not threatened for my life. I'm not worried about my life in Kuwait like I am here. So that in itself is something that can be um, something that can be talked about. But definitely, I, I encourage. Uh, people to go overseas, not necessarily, you know, the Middle East, because I definitely experienced culture shock because it's a, a majority Muslim country. Uh, but definitely, I think people should go overseas and experience different cultures. It's important. Oh, for sure. It reminds me, yeah, Daniel Adjapong back in the summer. And, yep. and uh, he was saying how he, he grew up in New York, went to school in New York. After college, he was looking for a career opportunity, found one literally in the Middle East as well. So uh, he ended up working. Wow. Um, was it teaching? Uh, uh, no, it, was, it wasn't teaching. He was um, he was working for a company that was contracted by the U.S. military. Contractors. I've met a lot yeah. of contractors. So, oh, so yeah. he was on the contractors. I think he was working on doing like budgets and like finance and stuff like that. So I think he was like um, uh, helping prepare the budget. He was saying pretty much saying the same things. Like you know, went to school, found an opportunity overseas. Crazy shock, really yeah. different. But he was saying it was the greatest thing that. Again, like one of the greatest experiences that happened to him to change his trajectory because after that he ended up staying outside of the US and now he lives in Germany, right? So yeah. um, that the whole experience changed his whole life. And then obviously one day we're gonna have to get my brother on the podcast. You know, my brother's an avid traveler and he traveled. Same thing after college. Um my brother went to uh Taiwan actually to, to teach in Taiwan. So not Kuwait, but he pretty much went across the world um after college to teach English. So Definitely, definitely that travel, um, that travel experience is different and anyone who travels will tell you the same thing. So definitely. Oh, definitely. Glad you can relate. Uh, for sure. So, um, so, all right. So mind your business, right? So um, before, before we get into, I know you said Star of the Ego, Feed the Soul, was that what you created? So let's maybe, um, if that comes up in this segment, if not, we'll get <laughs> for the last segment. But okay. Business pop-up, right? For people who don't know, could you explain what is it? Where did it come from? What what is that all about? And the name, I do like the name. So basically, it, it really came from our two brands. So Larry, he had did his shirts, and I was trying to get into shirts and creating my brand. And he had the shirt press, he had the, the cricket machine, he had all the yeah, tools. I did custom order, shirts. Yeah, in order to make the shirts. So I reached out to him. We went to the same university reached out to him and he started making my products. And once he started making my products, I started seeing him like more often. I was like, what if we, what if we sold our products like at a, at an event or at a pop-up? What if we did, I didn't know what a pop-up was. I didn't even call it a pop-up. I was like a flea market or, or yeah. something like that. I was like, what if we just sold our products and we got five other businesses to right. do the same thing? And then he brought up pop-up. Yeah. And then that's kind of how Mind Your Business started to, to form, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah. the, it, it was down. The, it was down the street from Norfolk State. Um, like right you said, I remember very vividly sitting in the living room. Like he said, like like he said, and then we, we the next question was, okay, well, um, who's gonna host it? Is it gonna be? And then you know, once you start at asking those questions, it really starts to become an event. And Time then we said, something. then we said, well, what are we gonna name it? And then um, we answered it with well, what are we doing while we're going to be in that space? And we thought about business. We thought about how um, historically 
and even present day black people are not well-versed and knowledgeable in business and entrepreneurship like y'all you guys post a lot about the llc's like how a lot of people just get llc's and don't know what it's for like it's, it's a lot of us doing things like that so instead of just yeah we could individually go out and sell our shirts but how can we bring the community in so that it's just not us making money but it's one from rob's pocket to my pocket right. to the next person pocket you know so forth and so on it's that dog. everybody eats yeah for real that, everybody, everybody eats <laughs> literally everybody, everybody eats. in their business and right. everybody eats like mm -hmm. that's what it is yep so we went exactly. with uh mind your business pop-up shop because you know people popped up it was we wanted to be we wanted to be not random but sporadic um and we wanted it to be uh various different vendors you know we didn't want to just have the same vendors we wanted to have different type of vendors yeah um but yeah that's that's where the majority you know the idea of the event came from i'm trying to think if there was anything else um but yeah that was everything that's everything you know for real for real and then the fact that we started like we thought about it we was like we just went five or six vendors and at our first pop-up we had more than 30 vendors it was it was packed. Right. You can't even move in the space. It was crazy. And of course, this is before COVID. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. But it, it was so crazy. It was like, we just came up with this idea. It, it um, God just gave it to us. Mm -hmm. And then we just acted on it. Just that, ran with it. That's what it was. June 19, 2019. That, that's our, that was our first event. June 19, um, June 2019, Juneteenth. And we had made, we had made it that date symbolically uh, because that's the date that the slaves in Texas found out that they were free two years, two and a half years after, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. And so not only did, did we want it to represent a freedom from physical chains, but economically as well, because there are, you know, there are dreams and aspirations that, that we have that we are able, necessarily able to achieve working, you know, a, a regular nine to five or just jobs that, that we're used to. I'll say like just jobs that we're used to. Um, and so we wanted to pay homage, you know, to Juneteenth. So that, that and, and and I feel like we're doing a great job. You know, we, we try to make sure every event is a celebration, um, that people feel safe, mm -hmm. that the money is circulating, that people are paid. That it has an intention. Because everything right. has to have an intention. And that was yeah. our first event. Juneteenth, you dropping an event on Juneteenth. It's a reason for that. It's a reason for that. So it's an intention. Mm -hmm. um, so oh, that's really that's dope. dope. Yeah. Nah, and I, you know, for, for the audience listening, right? So um, I had a chance to go to one of their events back in December. I don't remember the date, but it was in December. It was a military military circle. Black Wall Street. Yeah, Black Wall Street was a Black Wall, Wall Street event. That's what it was. Yeah, so shout out to Carl Hill because Carl Hill, he's the one who put me on. He was like, Yo, I'm about to be out in the shop on Saturday. So, um, shout out to Hill's lemonade. Exactly. Yeah. That's our man. Yes, he was exactly, a exactly. So, you see, everybody is eating, right? So, you <laughs> watching. So, this is real life. This is real food. I, I'm right? sitting here like third person. I can't relate because I. I Suppose that, <laughs> but I'll be at the next one. <laughs> yeah, and the, the next, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Bring it up. Just don't forget about it. But we'll talk about that later. Exactly. But we'll be at the next one. But for everyone listening in the audience, like this is this is real stuff. Like Carl, Carl Hill put me on. He was like, "Yo, it's back in December 2020." He was like, "Yo, I'm about to be at this pop up on Saturday. Come through." I go to the up because I gotta get my ginger heels. Gotta get it right. So when I went, a bunch of other um, 
businesses over there, right? Uh, there, there were people selling uh, cupcakes, people selling clothes, merchandise, so accessories. I got two bottles of hot sauce. I think it's called sauce and seasoning. I think that's the name. Oh, of for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Trini, she's a Trini lady, and she, I think she's Trini. I think she, I'm pretty sure she's Trini. It's not from like Grenada. But like, I went over to the table because I love my seasons and sauce, right? So I love my hot sauce and fire hot sauce, pineapple and mango flavor. Fine. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like, it just starts to show you like the type of different businesses that were yeah. there. And then mm-hmm. at the table, Paul introduced me to Larry. That's what me and Larry met. He's like, yo, you got to meet the person who uh, who set this up. So, you know, that's that's how that connection went, um, came up. So, you know, it from from my perspective, right, I everything that you guys say, like what your intentions were or what your intentions are, what you hope to happen at the at the pop-ups like i'm eyewitness that i've seen it happen and it's amazing and for those listening in the audience for, uh, for those who are listening watching or whatever like you see how the connections and the networking happens yeah. in real life in real time you know yeah. so, um I'm, I'm assuming you obviously you were friends with carl before i was right so like carl goes to uh carl hale goes, goes to the pop-up shop he lets me know that he's going to the pop-up shop i go there i spend money with carl hale and all the other businesses there Meet Larry's on the podcast. We're Robert. Everybody eating. Everybody eating. Everybody eating. So it's 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 really dope, and that that's really amazing. And it's it's crazy because a lot of times you hear people starting businesses, right? You you hear people starting businesses and going to pop up shops to promote their business. This is the first time someone started a pop up shop for the business. At least I heard. Yeah, I mean, this is the first. Someone's got to be that middleman and make those connections, and not a lot of people think that broadly about it, you know. So someone's got to, you know, host the whole thing. It's got to be under one umbrella, which is dope. Mm -hmm. dope. That's crazy. Nobody's ever said that too. (laughs) Thank you. Wow, that's exactly what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as a a whole, though, that's what we do. We provide exposure to black-owned businesses. Yeah, yeah. As, a, as a whole, like the general, if we, if you know, if we had to give the quick explanation, what is it that you guys do? We provide exposure to black owned businesses. You know, we take those businesses that are either online or at home and bring them to your, to your face, you know, Into to your storefront. Space. Yeah. Say it again. Go ahead. I said a lot of our vendors, it's their first time ever vending. So we mm. really expose them to the community. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I never been, I never uh, been a vendor before. I never had an LLC. I never done this, that. And, like we give them that opportunity to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's just yeah. like, like what, what feeling like things. no other. Yeah, we, we're really proud about that. It really is. So I'm interested in your, your very first pop-up. How how was that? Because I remember going to my very first pop up. That might have been at Queens. That might have been at the the BSU or the CSA. Oh, the Black Business. Yeah, yeah that might have been at QC. So I think good pop up. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I was a little nervous because I was like, we had a bunch of other businesses there, and we did pretty well. But I was like, I remember my first one. So that's me attending as a vendor. So you setting it up, right? Setting up that entire event, getting the space, reaching out yeah. to the different people. How was that experience? How was that? you know, step-by-step process of even setting this up. And this is the first time doing it, right? So you said you wanted eight people or so, and you end up getting 30. So what, what was the steps like to, to even get that going? Well, I, we started with a timeline. It was a mm-hmm. timeline. And so we, wherever we were, like, I, I forget what we thought of the, thought of the date to actually have the event, but, you know, let's say it was like a couple months. We set it up and we said, who is it that, well, when does the flyer need to go out? 
Um, when do we want to put the deadline on the vendors? How much are the vendors going to pay? When does the DJ need to be paid? You know, just setting the timeline up. Um, but before that, really finding out what we just wanted to look like, you know, because this is like, I, I think I've been to like one event, one pop-up, um, but when when we're bringing this new vibe to the city, what is it that we, you know, really want it to look like? Um, so once we really started answering those questions, we begin to roll and sticking with the timeline, of course. Um, what, what else could you say? I would say like, as far as like logistics and actually having the actual event, it was stressful to, for like, for, that was my first time running any type of event, any type of big event with of that magnitude of that many vendors of that many people, like performance, just anybody. It was, it was stressful because a few days before we were supposed to have it at the venue on 34th. I forgot about that. The venue on 34th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it was yeah. supposed to be it at was a supposed whole to be at location. one space, but it was gonna rain, so we had to change the whole location in one day. So, so imagine we had to inform everybody. Just so much the vendors, they're like trying to figure out where is this gonna be. You, you know, just trying to make sure like it's gonna be where you say it's gonna be like. So it was, it was very stressful for that. Yeah, because we had, you know, the first event and then the weather app says it's going to rain. So we just had to make an executive decision to find out, you know, what is it that we were going to do? What we ended up doing and the news, two news outlets had already came out and broadcasted on the event. No, so so that, it was just the paper. So the news didn't do it yet. That was the good thing. Okay. So it was the, the paper. paper, they went to the venue on, what is it? The venue on 35th. They went, the paper, they uh, met us at the venue on 35th and said it was going to be at the venue on 35th. So that's in Virginia pop. Like, so everybody knows to go there. But then luckily we got um, Wavy, Wavy News 10. And they, we did it at the actual place that we did it at, which was a studio I worked at, a dance studio. And it just- Which was black out. owned. Black, black owned, owned studio. studio. <laughs> Keeping the they didn't overcharge us. It was, it was good for what it was. You know? Yeah, and we also want to shout out the venue on 35th, which is black owned as mm -hmm. well, 35th Street, Norfolk, because although we, went, we didn't have the first event there because we, we thought it was going to rain, we had the second event there, which was one of our greatest events. Um, but yeah, I would definitely second that with Rob. Definitely, it can it can be stressful, but the work, the reward, the reward, the reward is worth all of it, man. Like when somebody come to you and say that they either sold out or they didn't believe in themselves, and then after they believe in themselves, or better yet, um, I'm in a store. When they tell you that I got into a store because of the person that came there and they like my product, man, it's it's you know it's just different because you know that. That person that's a mom, that's a dad, they're now feeding their kids. Or the, the person that's a student, you're now putting them through school. So, you know, the vibe just hits, the, the energy hits different. Um, but, you know, definitely glad to be doing the work that we do. Mm -hmm. uh, that's amazing. That's amazing to hear. You know, because your impact is not only reaching yourselves or what you want to do, but it's really impacting other people. Yeah. That's all it's about. Yeah. Know, giving back to the people and serving the community it's doing it's knocking off like 10 different boxes at this right. time so, that's really dope so um on that note we'll wrap up segment one i think that was that's a really good place to wrap it up so wrap up segment one we'll take a quick break we'll hit segment two to do the quote of the day um and then we have segment three where we'll wrap it all up so um quote of the day is health is expected whoa, 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 whoa. sorry um, 
health is expecting and navigating reality on reality's terms. Sorry? Health is expecting and navigating reality. No, sorry. Health, health, health <laughs> is accepting, <laughs> accepting and navigating reality on reality's terms. So I'm going right. to say it one more time. Yeah. Health is accepting and navigating reality on reality's terms. Health is accepting, accepting and navigating reality on reality's terms. I don't think you guys are going to guess who's I never heard of that. I've never heard of that oh, neither, but it makes me think. Yeah, so um, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the show Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Yes, I was about to say that picture is Midnight Gospel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would <laughs> The first, the first guest said it. the The president, dude. Um, in real life, I don't, I forgot his name, but he's a a, a a doctor who who talks a lot about meditation and use of drugs and whatnot. So episode one. So that was one of the uh, um, for background. They were talking about um, drugs and how he doesn't believe in good or bad drugs, just the relationship between us and drugs. So you know, whether that be your uh, addiction to it or your health reactions or what happens when you take too much of a certain drug and um i think they were just they're touching i think they were touching on meditation and that was what he said so health is accepting and navigating reality on reality's terms okay yeah that's interesting forward in terms of like um definition um a lot of people i think stress themselves out because uh it may or may not be able to handle something or, or uh, you hear when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. I think a lot of people don't make lemonade. They complain about the lemons. Um, so uh, I think that's what the cult means. Just, you know, picking it up and, and making whatever you can get from your beautiful or moldy lemons. So which is life's life. Or yeah. Yeah, which is life's terms. You said accepting and accepting and navigating life or life or reality or life. reality's terms. So I feel like yeah, essentially yeah. So life life gives you lemons, or, or if you want to use a card game analogy, you can't you can't change the hand you were dealt. So just accept it and then you know push forward. You know, how to how to how to how to win the game with the cards you've been dealt. And we're all saying a quote, right? Oh no no no! It was just me. I would say a quote, and then we kind of just like break it down, like like what you guys think about like oh, okay. so y'all good on quotes. Okay. okay. I kind of wanted to say a quote because it kind of. Led oh hey, if you have if, if, if it prompts you to say a quote, yeah. we ain't stopping you. We're not gonna stop. You. Okay, so comparison is a thief of your joy. Uh, yo, that Did was we say that last week? Yeah, you know, he said that's that. Crazy. That was actually one. Of, that was one of our quote of the days way back. Roosevelt. Yeah, comparison to Stephen Joy, Theodore we, Roosevelt. We brought it. Yeah, week, but that was one of our original quotes way back in one of our first original episodes. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's how exactly you know this is. right now is intentional. This is supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the same wavelength, but yeah, comparison is a thief of joy. Yo, and it, it's so crazy because um. Like I, I was thinking about this really heavy this week, um, and I think about it a lot. But this week, that that quote was really in my head because it's just it's so easy. Like I have to remind myself all the time, like every day. You know, it's so easy to just get caught up 
whether it's something positive or negative, right? Maybe you're on social media and you follow. For me, I'm on social media. I follow a lot of black businesses. I follow a lot of people I want to strive to be like, a lot of podcasts, a lot of business pages, all that. And it's, it's inspiring and sometimes aggravating at the same time, seeing people you want to be like and seeing, like, I want, like, I want to be just like them, you know? And it's inspiring because you want to be like them. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not like them yet, you know? I, like, you have to, like, stop yourself at that moment and not let it, like, you know, go over to the uh, covetous side yeah, or go to the go. pride, the ego. ego. Jealousy. Side. That's how it's so easy. It's so easy to tip over and be like, I'm not like them. I'm not good. I want to be just like them. Start coveting, start getting upset. You know, it's so easy. It's so easy to, 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 to hit that. But, you know, but when you when you want to be like somebody, you have to kind of look at what they're doing, kind of those steps that they took and, you know, some emulate their process, you know. So it, it's very careful. It's a very fine line between, you know, admiring, you know, emulating and then you know, idolatry. Yeah. You know, and then comparison and then getting, getting oh. upset and then idolizing and doing all that. So it's very careful, but now nah, that quote's been in my head this week because it's something I have to tell myself every day, literally just on social media. It's like, yo, I'm following these people because I love their content. I want to be like them, but stop. Don't get upset if you don't have the same exact results. Cause that's not your journey. That's not you. Cause everybody's timing is different. You know, everybody's time is different. Everyone's time is different. That's why, um, that's one of the reasons why I had started Starve the Ego Food Soul, because at the, the role that I was working in at Norfolk State at the time, I was a mentor um, and, and I worked at the, at the university. And so I had heard every day and saw every day how uh, different people were choosing majors and picking careers and lifestyles based on what their parents and their friends wanted them to pursue. Like Rob wanted to dance, but if his dad didn't want to dance, he wouldn't dance. You know, I didn't, I didn't like that. You know, and then you go on Instagram, and people are posting for likes or just doing stuff just to be seen and heard all the way you know and they know that it's not best for them you know that's not what they're about um and so that's what started the ego feed the soul came in it's like what does your soul tell you to do what's your divine destiny rather than the ego trying to keep up with the joneses and just spinning it because you got it or just mm -hmm. to flash it and whatnot like let's let's really be real like you say yeah. um being intentional about your self-awareness time you know and and figuring out who you are and come and it versus who they are or who you are to them you know find out who you are so that you can so that you know your strengths and your weaknesses so that you can boast in confidence so that you can uh, ask for help because you know that you're actually not good at something but but better at something else um but yeah i definitely i definitely agree i think those quotes you know kind of go uh hand to hand because comparison is the thief of joy and like you say if you do not have a thin line and know how to walk that line you'll end up tipping over into kind of like fulfilling someone else's purpose that's a bar right there that's a bar right there that's a bar right there so let's i love how you mentioned stop the ego feed the soul so let's wrap up this say, say the quote let's wrap up this segment and then we'll start segment three kind of just continuing that thought um, also, the ego feeder. So, I think that's a good segment. So, um, once again, this time with no mistakes, um, <laughs> health is accepting and navigating reality on reality's terms. All right, so we'll take another real quick break, um, and then we'll hit that segment three. All right, I like that quote, honestly. No, I'm gonna think about that quote. 
Yeah. Nah, bro, I, I really love this show. Like, like, <laughs> I, think I, I, I stumbled upon. You really like the show? The midnight, the midnight gospel thing. Oh, it's a really good show. Yeah, I ain't ever seen it. It's really Adventure good. Time. Yeah, it's the same creator, so it's Jake. Uh, I liked it, so I was like, as I really like Adventure Time, a regular show. Um, yeah. But so I, that's why I, I, I watched it. But it, it's literally like a podcast. I like got you know a twenty minute podcast, and they're just. Talking. I don't know if it's like a podcast. It, it, I think that's the I'm beautiful part. As far as minutes. And uh, no, as uh, far as the content. Content, too. literally. So it's like what we're doing right now. Just imagine us all animated and talking and walking and doing stuff. Wow! I'm gonna yeah, check it's kinda, out. It's, it's kind of crazy. Because yeah. each episode they have a different guest. Yeah. Each episode they, the the main character Quincy like he interviews Clancy, somebody. Clancy, 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 sorry. He interviews somebody. Each episode he interviews somebody. But like while you're watching it, it's it's, it's kind of it's kind of like a mind trick a little yeah. bit because because it's a cartoon and they're like walking around and like in outer space, you kind of get distracted. But like if you listen to what they're saying like say you were to just close your eyes and just listen to their saying it it's sounds a like a podcast yeah. because actually every episode they're talking about something like for real in life like first episodes like drugs and do an episode on, like meditation they do one on like death, death and, like, and then um birth there's like the death and the life cycle and there's birth and and, and rebirth and then there's uh, um balance and and, and it, it goes through a lot of um i guess you call it metaphysical spiritual slash even just regular you know um topics and stuff so i i really love the show. I probably I've, I've watched it through once and i've probably gone through every episode again except the last one twice so it's only eight. Wow. and it's on netflix yeah it's, it's only eight episodes it sounds like 20 minutes so it's not oh man y'all gave me something to do tonight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think what's really dope about it is oh uh, uh if, you, if you watch it multiple times it's kind of like you see the animation so that's like uh, you see something completely different and then if you watch it again with like, you know, maybe a different perspective or more focus or something, or you come back to the topic, you can really make sense of what um, the, the the speaker's uh, talking about. So I, I, that's the value in the show for me, personally. Yeah, yeah, it give you, give you different perspectives. Yeah. Are you ready for the last segment? Last segment. A little. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Oh, midnight. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, that later. jump, like, you really gotta watch when you have. Cut that. I don't that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I don't even know anybody stance was. It is best to watch, yes. Yeah. I, I, I'd say. You can do both if you want, but I had a great time. <laughs> right. That's what I was getting. That's what I That's what I was waiting on you to leave. A but little it's bit. <laughs> <laughs> the show is really good because it, it talks about one thing, but they be doing another thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. You get distracted by the cartoons, but he's actually talking about something serious. So you kind of have to like block out the cartoons for a second to pay attention or like <laughs> to listen to what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. I, I was telling my friends the exact same thing. <laughs> no, like, it's a good show. I love it. Yeah. So where y'all from? We're both from New York. Yeah. Oh, New York? Y'all live in New York now? Nah, nah, nah we're, we're here in Norfolk. Norfolk. Oh, I live in New York. I don't know if he told y'all that. No, no, yeah, you yeah. said that, but yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you guys are in Norfolk right now, though. Well, you know, we're in Norfolk now. Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah, I'm just here for the weekend. Okay. Yeah. What, what part of New York? Oh, well, Long Island for us. Oh, okay. Not New York. <laughs> That's crazy. That like oh, it's Valley Street. Okay, oh. to him. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm 
no, nice. I'm more New York than you at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, were you born there or were you born here? Huh? Were you, were you born in New York or were you born in Virginia? I was born in DC. That's nah. not DC. Wait, so what part what part do you live in right now? Uh, I live in Washington Heights. In the Heights. <laughs> no, but don't get it twisted. I lived in I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in right, Upper, still hard. I lived in Eastside. <laughs> very, very gossip girl. You know, gossip girl is. Um, um, I lived everywhere. Harlem, all over. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And I worked in Long Island. Do you know Bayville Screen Park? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I worked there. <laughs> You worked at uh, Bayville Sea Park, the, the, the joint that opened, they, that shit goes so big oh, every October. Ah. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, that was hella deep. That was crazy. I have to so, say, our, uh, our, our public relations manager told us to make sure that y'all don't put the psychedelics or anything in the uh, post, which I know y'all won't. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We'll, 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 uh, we'll make sure what's all I need to do. Make sure we talk about Before we get into the interview, I know we're wasting time, but how'd y'all get to uh, Virginia? Like, what? Um, yeah, yeah, it's not a really long story, but. um. It started, it started with school. So back back when I was in, in school, I was part of a club called NABA, National Association of Black Accountants. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So long story short, they had they had a conference out here in Norfolk. I went to the conference, applied, got an internship for a company called Capital Group out here in Norfolk. Um, mm-hmm. The internship came back full time. The job came back full time a year later. So started in what, fall 2019. So that's when I moved out here. Um, he pretty much got... But a year after yeah. he got the same internship, same job, like a year after me. So, oh, that's dope. You no, guys knew each other before, together. right? Yeah, we went to we grew up together. So, yeah, but 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 that's dope. Uh, <laughs> so, three, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Segment three, starting in three, two, one. All right, cool. So last segment, um, in segment two, you're talking about starving ego, feed the soul, right? So I think this is a great way uh, to, to start off this segment. Um, you, you was talking about uh, how you have to feed the soul, do do what you're either like you're destined to do or like what, you know, it comes to you naturally, do what you're good at. So if you can kind of elaborate a little bit more about the brand, the meaning, how that started, and then we'll go uh, direct that conversation. So I had, so like I, so like I was saying, when I was at, when I was at NSU, I, you know, was in a relationship and um, my, my, the, my work role, the things that I was doing, um, I, I, I had just, you know, became very keen and aware of what was going on around me, the things that people were comparing themselves to, because I was always the type of guy, like my dad used to always, not just my dad, but my family used to always tell me, you know, to be a leader and not a follower. And so, you know, consistently hearing that growing up, I tend to, I tend, I had tend to think for myself um, and didn't really compare myself to other people. And so, or if I did, it was more so in a positive light. Um, so when it came to others and I saw that they were doing it, it was just like, okay, what could I tell them or what could I do? What could I say that would encourage them to realize that, you know, they are enough you know, their destiny, their calling is enough. And, you know, they didn't have to, to spend time and spend life, spend money, spend energy, 
you know, trying to be someone else. And, you know, everybody goes through, through times and situations where we really don't know. And we're trying to figure out, even in business, you know, I'm, I'm sure as a podcast, you guys have to figure out what was your sound? What did, what did you guys like? What is, what is your content like? Uh, but there's a difference between, like you said, uh, idolatry and admiration, you know? And so um, I think that when we are speaking about, or when I started to think about starve the ego, feed the soul, you know, star starving your ego and feeding your soul, like those terms and that term in itself is not anything new, you know, that had around um, that specifically. But when it came to me, like Rob was saying, I had my t-shirt press. Um, I had the, the lifestyle idea because I wasn't just taking star the ego feed the soul of words. No, I'm creating a whole lifestyle around this. So like when people buy my shirts and they put it on and they wear it out, not only are people looking at you and asking you, what does it mean? And saying that they like your shirt, but it even feels different for you to wear it because you know that uh, to wear that shirt, to say your feet and your soul means to say that you're caring um, a little bit more about yourself and paying a little less attention to what everybody else is doing. And so that is like the whole basis as to why, you know, I kept, I kept pursuing it, man. And, you know, just to speak a little bit about my dad again, like he was a, he was like, when I think about it, uh, a firm foundation into why I even, even thought like that, you know, just the confidence to be completely and authentically you when it comes to your business plans, when it comes to your character, you know, as long as it's positive, as long as it's a positive thing, uh, but keeping that divine um, awareness of yourself, you know, I grew up in the church, you know, so my idea of God and what God thinks of me is heavy and is rooted deep. So even when my ego or even when myself or you or whoever may say that I'm not enough or I lack this, I know who I, I know what God thinks of me. And, you know, the creator of the soul and the fulfiller of the soul um, is what he thinks is way more than what his creations think. Mm -hmm. So that that's why. You know, that's the background of Star the of Star the Ego, Feed the Soul. What do I see it being um, outside of apparel, books, which I've already um, I've already done a, a co-authored book, but I want it to have its own book um, outside of apparel, uh, different type of events like inspirational speaking events, um, journals, things like that. But you know, just I'm, I'm big on self awareness, and I found out that when it comes to feeding my soul. It all goes down to Larry. What is it? How how do you hear from God? And what it, what are the things that you can do um, to make you, yourself physically feel better and emotionally? And that's you know finding different hobbies. Some people see me skate. Some people see me read. You know, sometimes I may just spit out a rap because that's just what I feel. Sometimes when the summer now that the summer is here. You know, go fishing, go crabbing, go rock climbing. Do your plants. Just plants my plants, are. my plants. That's a whole nother <laughs> man. You know, get, getting involved in plants, therapeutic things is feeding your soul. Um, mm -hmm. rather than you know, just trying to be out at the club, you know, throwing everything. Bro, if you don't go water them plants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the that's the uh it's so synonymous with that, but say that again. I say it sounds really synonymous with self-love, everything you just mentioned. Right, exactly. Self-love. Self self-love. And I don't want people to feel like that doesn't mean love, uh, no love for you. 
It just yeah. means that, you know, I recognize that if I'm no good to myself, they're not gonna be good to anybody else. So just just emphasizing that part, man. That's powerful. That's real powerful. Um, so I think that this is a good job explaining. So um, before uh, before we wrap up, I love to to ask like the, the real real question. So um, I want to know you two uh, being in business together. What would you say is or was one of the hardest either events that you put up that you set up, or it's not necessarily a hardest event. Maybe one of the hardest learning lessons. One of the things that Something that's right. Something that just really went wrong. That you that you, you took a lesson or you really learned it. <laughs> that's an easy one to me. I know what I always say. I I'm always say no, 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 no. I'm always say that drive through. I'm gonna always say that drive through was the, right. the thing. Well, Let what, me what, say what, what mine's say? Okay. Um, I would say when he was in Kuwait, oh, I I did an event by myself. <laughs> I did um. Uh, what was it? It was at the end of Mind Your Business Homecoming pop up. I did that by myself. And when I was in New York, no, I was in Arizona at the time on a contract for a dance job. And he did the Black History Month. So I feel like when we're not together, I mean, it, it works out, but it's kind of hard when you don't have your, your partner who always is there with you. So I would say when we're not together. I will yeah. definitely say that. I, I would second that. Um, yeah. I, I ain't even think about how hard that event was mm -hmm. when I wasn't there. You know, that's the stuff you don't think about. Yeah. I was just you, flying. You put it in the back. You yeah. kind of just you put it in the back. Of the <laughs> I'm gonna renege on that a little bit because uh, COVID just had happened, and it was our year anniversary. Um, so we're supposed to have another Juneteenth event. This is going to be our annual Juneteenth event because that's when we did it last year. That's when we started everything. But COVID happened, so we had to do everything virtual. We had to think of like a contingency plan. We had to be innovative. So we had a pop-up shop online via Zoom and we put like a, compila a compilation of videos together and we made it a pop-up. And so that was kind of the hardest one, but also the most creative one at the same most time. Most creative definitely with, yeah. with what we had to work with. I'm gonna always say the one that was, man, I don't even know what to say. It was a great event. But um, the drive-in movie theater, which was October. October 3rd. That was October 3rd in Chesapeake. We, we had said, so for, for the, we, we normally like to do different types of themes for our pop-up shops. We don't just like to throw up a pop-up shop. So for this one, it was the drive-in movie theater. We wanted to show Black Panther because Chadwick Boseman just had, had away. just passed away. Um, so we wanted to pay homage to him. And in doing that, you know, the, the screen, the movie screen cost the couple grand. You know, <laughs> there was that that we had to cover that we didn't even think, you know, that, that we would have to. Um, so other events where we knew we would make um, a profit, we didn't make that much of a profit for, for that event. Um, but, but I feel like the community enjoyed it better than any of the other ones, because you had a pop-up, and we had a movie right after, uh -huh. so it was, uh, uh -huh. it was more. Uh huh. And we got you know more followers connected to more people. Um, even even that followers to this day, you know, people are kids actually are in our DMs asking us when when are we having another drive-in um, movie theater. So that was that that I would say was one of the most difficult to me. Not to mention, and here's why I say that event because there was we were in the middle of watching the movie and. 
out of nowhere, this woman comes running out the car screaming and her husband is having a heart attack in the car, bro. During, during the event, during the movie, on our watch, on our watch at <laughs> and we're thinking, oh my god! So we call ambulance, calling the police. They coming down. We getting the people to reroute. Five trucks coming, ambulance coming, everybody just coming. Man, and but the people like, like he's good. He was good. He was good. You know, thank God. But... Luckily, no, everybody was praying over him. Like it was crazy how. Prayer mm -hmm. brings people together and mm -hmm. fixes things. Uh -huh. Everybody That's so praying. crazy. That's, I was so proud of us. So proud of us. <laughs> the way we backed out, like you gotta think, you're talking about how many cars? Like 52. It was a good amount of cars. And they had to back out because they were smack dab in the middle. And the fire um, truck crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were like, what, what were you, the police? What were you guys doing here? You know, I was like, we were having a, a movie theater, you know, and it was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, but like like I said though, great, like although it was my our most you know trying uh event, I would say it was the greatest, you know, because of just what came out of it, um, and how the, the lessons learned, um, and just how we may not have thought or I may not have thought it would have been. Uh, that great of event, but it was a, it was truly a great event. You know, the sun hit right, sunset right, good. the weather was right. It was during COVID. Everybody was outside, like six feet apart, with their mask on. So we followed those yeah. guidelines. It, it was a good event. I would definitely say that. Yep, it was definitely dope. Nah, I showed you. Uh, everything works together. You know, what I'm saying everything works together for good. You know, so even though, even though. Even though he's had a heart attack in the middle. That's so crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, funny now, because, you know, she's all No, yeah, because he okay right now, as far as we know. But, but no, now, now, now that is good for us to know. Um, like, just have that in mind. Like, just in case. Death is possible. In case somebody can call home for us. You know, is there going to be a police or, I'm sorry, an ambulance on, on site? You know, yeah, like yeah. outside events. Like, how does that look? We may but just that, need to invest. Yeah, I was about to say that also makes us better as a company because maybe we can get CPR certified or like bring somebody on who's medically cleared to like help with them. You know, right. So that just helps us. It's like a, a survey or whatever mm -hmm. a case study. Data, like, right? Research. Um, it's research. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's crazy. You never know lessons that you can learn. Never know. Crazy, I really like that story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's funny. That's really wild. I think that's a good kind of note to leave it on. So I think before- so, but Before we leave- Yeah. So we, we can take y'all on like a little tour of well, our they space. Well, they don't even know what's going on yet. Oh, We're talking about the space, so we, we can, we can hand it off real when quick. Dropping? Robert? When is this uh, podcast dropping? Uh, it's probably- couple weeks we got we got a few we got a few lined up but this is it going to be before the before the 24th of this yeah. month yeah of this month this this will probably come out next month of june okay, okay. Well, we're having an event like our grand opening of this spot and um yeah like, that'll be april 24th but, april 24th. but by the time this drop though we'll still be in this space that's what okay. i'm trying to figure out um, but, should, should we say come out to the event on April 24th? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be June. They're gonna be like, 
But anyway, you just are invited to our grand opening if you want to come. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's sure. going to be nice. It's a two event day. So in the morning from 11 to 3, we'll have event. A, it's a one event day. One event. Two day event. Two event, two event I said, one you're day. Right, you're right. Two so events. the morning time is a formal brunch, uh, dressed up, 15 vendors, all black owned, um, uh, live music, like For jazz those. music, piano, all that good stuff. And then in the nighttime, that's when it's like the, the more party, the one you went turn to, up type of know. thing, the one okay. you, um, DJ and everything. So oh, that sounds dope. 24, if you guys are invited, it's a good time. Where are y'all at? What city? Norfolk. We're in Norfolk. We're in Norfolk. So that's that's right there. So that's fine. So make sure you send us send us that. We're in Virginia Beach. We'll, we'll promote it on our page. So make sure once you get the fly and all that info, we'll promote it on our page. Yeah, we'll definitely send you that stuff. For sure, for sure. So for our listeners though, real quick, um songs. 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 So with everything you guys told us, you guys have a song. One from each of you guys that describes everything you've gone through with Mind Your Business Pop Up and uh, Start the Ego, Feed the Soul. Thank you. Either a song you've been listening to lately or a song Yeah. That's easier for me. Okay, perfect. song that I've been listening to lately, actually, it's been two songs and none of them, um, both of them are by um, one of my good brothers. You talking about Sean Mason? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, but you just gave a somebody there. Like Fat Eric. <laughs> oh, Fat, Fat Eric. <laughs> Fat Eric, which is my um, my line brother for Alpha. And he has a song called Last Year. And he talks about it being the last year he's quitting his job. And I've been listening to that song um, on repeat. You know, all last year, and so I ain't quit it last year. But you know, this is the last year. This is the last year. Um, so that's what's his name? That. What's his Fat artist name? Fat Eric. F A T. All right, F A T A A R N. E R I C. Eric. E R I C. Eric. Oh, I heard Aaron. Okay, okay. And I actually got a song by him called "Feed the Soul." Like we did a song together, and I'm okay. um, the spoken word aspect. But yeah, music. Go ahead. Yeah, last year on this. Um, okay, that, that. Yeah, definitely that. And then, um, more than anything, by Kanye Sunday Service. That's my worship song. You know, that I always gotta have that Sunday Service album, man. I'll play that every <laughs> Sunday, man. <laughs> Every Sunday. Okay, I know. That's a good song. That is a good song. That whole album, beautiful. And he plays it every. Yeah, day. the whole album is definitely beautiful. Yeah, you know? that was almost played when we got the. I think that last year was title recap. Title had the recap, the music recap. That was my most played album for 2020. Oh, mm. yeah, good stuff. Um, as far as artists go, and I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Big Sean is definitely one of my favorite artists when it comes to entrepreneurship, getting my mindset, you know, um, and, and whatnot. What about you? That's, good video out there. That's a tough one, but. Um, I can piggyback on what you said, like last year quitting his job. I actually didn't quit. I got fired. <laughs> I, uh, I worked at a fucking sp- oh, sp- I worked at a spa in Tribeca. Um, okay. it, was, it was a spa. You know, that's not why I moved to New York City. That's not what I wanted to do in my life. So I was very unmotivated. 
So I ended up like not showing up to work, like not doing my job effectively. So I ended up getting fired. But that led me to have more free time to be able to open this business, to be able to focus on myself. And I feel like if I put in the same time and energy that I put into somebody else's corporation, into my own, I can make more than enough money, more than what I'm making at that, you know, at that spot. So I feel like I'm in a good predicament. I piggyback off the song that he chose. And yeah, because I'm, I'm a weird guy. I'm into musicals and stuff like that. So I don't think my songs will fit into it. He's the theater ass. Yeah, we got two songs. That's enough for the playlist, so I think that works. All right, so last, last thing before we quickly wrap it up, your social medias. How can people find you guys? How can people find my business? I know you said you got an event. So tell the people your socials, all that good stuff, where they can find you, do business with you, and all that. Okay, so for me personally, it's Shapiro underscore Villa. S-H-A-P-I-R-O underscore V-I-L-L-A, Shapiro Villa. Um, and then my brand is This Black Brand. This Black Brand. And For me, my Instagram is Mr. Whitaker, M-I-S-T-E-R-W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R. My brand is at S-T-E dot F-T-S. That's Star of the Eagle, Feet the Soul. And then to follow the pop-up shop, is at mind your biz b-i-z-z pop-up mind your biz pop-up and we recently just changed it fun fact it was mind your biz 757 but we're trying to be global and we're going get to out be. of virginia and i want to be global and yeah out of virginia but stay in virginia and be in more places so yeah, yeah mind, sure. your biz pop-up. mind your biz mm -hmm. pop-up and then also mind your business pop-up.com yep pop-up.com for sure so that was a really good episode. I really like the conversation. We talked about a lot. We covered a lot. I learned a lot. I learned from you guys. Um, and it's just dope seeing another another, uh, another set of brothers, you know, doing their thing out here, especially you know, us being fairly newer to this area, yeah. um, seeing you guys doing it. So really inspiring for myself. For you listening, watching, wherever you're, you're bumping this podcast, I hope you learned a lot. Um, make sure following us on all platforms so you can see more of this content, right? So YouTube, everybody eats show on YouTube, Instagram, everybodyeats.pod on Instagram, Twitter, EBE pod. So make sure you're plugged in everywhere so you can listen in and stay connected to this content. Uh, really dope episode. Larry, Robert, thank you guys for joining us this evening in your brand new facility. Can't yes, wait sir. to see what it becomes. The 24th, I'll be around here on the 24th. So I look forward to it again. Yeah. Flyer and all that stuff, so we can post it on our page. Everybody's eating out here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's eating. Everybody's eating over here, right? So make sure you're plugged into the Everybody Eats community, so you can so you can eat too. You know what I'm saying? Don't be selfish. Everybody eats. And shout out to everybody eats too. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Appreciate that. Thank y'all for being positive black brothers, you know, doing doing your thing, feeding your soul. Thank you. And then professional at that, you know. Appreciate that. Thank Appreciate you. that. So on that note, guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.